Jumpstart BFR family, what is up? It's your boy Hassan Elias. Finally on the podcast. They let me they let me on live. Thank you so much, everyone. My name is Hassan Elias. Um, I do sales and marketing, and I do anything vocal for the company. We also have Coach Rich here, Mr. Chris Richardson. He does all of our programming, um, all of our protocols, our training. And today we have a special episode for you. How did Chris get involved in Jumpstart? How did I get involved with Jumpstart? Oh, I would no. say like get involved or like how, wh- what was the, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this. What was that moment for you? I, I mean, well. Well, let's, you know what? I'm sorry. Let's take us back. Take us back a little bit. Take how'd, us, how'd you get into coaching? How did I get into coaching? Because you're, you're kind of Jumpstart's coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you, well, how'd you get into That's pretty good. I like you're, that. you're teaching us. I like that. Jumpstart's coach. Um, but when it comes to Jumpstart, but, you know, I, I'm super excited because of the simple fact that man like as a coach you can have a big impact but being involved with jumpstart is like man this could be a bigger impact on people's training and health journey yeah like like globally and which is pretty pretty amazing because i that was always been my passion so that kind of takes me back you know being a young coach going into high school coaching um i just had fun with it It was like i'm kind of knowledgeable and i was into it and i think i was um, insightful enough to care about the athlete's journey, even though mm. for me personally, I didn't have a robust athletic background. Like I didn't do a whole bunch of youth sports. I didn't have a whole bunch of coaches and right. people like that. And so for me being an athlete, uh, and then getting into coaching was pretty cool, pretty interesting. And I realized that like, man, you, you garner a lot of respect and a lot of responsibility being a coach, because if you mess up, then this athlete's like goals for competition could Mm -hmm. directly be impacted by whether my lack of knowledge, my lack of like instruction or like implementation and protection when it comes to like competition. And so um, I just kind of threw myself all into coaching. I mean, I got certifications. I made sure I went to every certification. I was getting yoga certifications. I was getting strength and conditioning certifications before they were cool, right? When they were just, you know, long and boring and expensive. And so for me, getting involved with coaching, I really just want to make sure I immerse myself and made sure I was like a Swiss army knife coach. I made sure that whether it was like sports massage and getting involved with like active release therapy, um, understanding all the latest and greatest trends when it comes to use of technology for coaching. So um, that's kind of started my coaching. You mentioned something though, and I kind of want to like, so for the audience that either has trained under you, or has done some type of work with you before in the past or right now, I think the one thing that separates you, which I see in Jumpstart, is you're a coach that cares, right? Where did that come from? Is that just like, like, you know, for instance, coaches, Swiss Army Knife, they have all the tools, they have all the certifications, but when it comes to like the actual coaching part, really caring about what the athlete's doing, like where did that come from? Was that just like, hey, you know what, I'm going to do it different because I didn't have it like that for me and now I'm going to do it for others? No, I would actually say it was, it came from messing up as a coach. There were times where I knew, I was like, man, I wish I was better. I wish I could have done something. I wish I could have been more for my athlete. And I watch how, whether it was lack from me yeah. and realize that like, like how big of an impact and, you know, how I can navigate and circumvent, you know, mishaps and in the direction of somebody's 
career in life. So yeah. that that's for me. That's that's a big thing for me. That's what really allows me to do it. And it's not like there was some light bulb or anything. It's just really seeing a day to day because coaching is stressful. Anybody yeah. I ask that asks like, oh, I want to get into coaching. I'm like, oh, you might want to think twice <laughs> because it's it's not lucrative. Like I'm not yeah, going to be a millionaire for sure. coaching. I'm, you yeah. know, but at the same time, you know, like when it comes to the the time you put in and what you get out of it, like yeah. monetarily wise, doesn't always equal up. But it's just so rewarding. It's yeah. so rewarding to see somebody reach their goals and like be better than they thought they could be. And right. like it's it's amazing. So not not only coaching, but you you are an educator for USATF, right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean for the people that don't know? What do you do exactly for USATF? What does that encompass? So USATF is United States of America Track and Field. And that is the governing body, the national governing body for the U.S. Olympic Committee. Mm -hmm. So that governs anything track and field when it comes to our country. And with that being said, there's like a high performance division. So I was a product of USA Track and Field Mm -hmm. and its coaches education sector. It allowed me to meet some amazing coaches and mentors. It allowed me to get access to some incredible, you know, insight, knowledge and the latest and greatest to like the, the, you know, trackside therapy and recovery modalities and everything. So what track and field or USA track and field is, is just pretty much the all encompassing governing body for the Olympic committee in the United States. And so with coaches ed, it has, you know, different levels of coaching certifications and offers a variety of other like coaching and professional development opportunities. Gotcha. Now, I'm, I'm asking these questions because I'm going to reel it back. So I know we started, how'd you get involved in Jumpstart? Yeah. So I'll be honest. I called Rich and I said, hey, you know what? I think we should do this. And my reasoning behind that was what I just asked you. I knew you were an educator. I knew you cared. And the, the, the biggest flaw I saw in the industry, number one, BFR changed my life. Like the way I train now, for how many injuries, I couldn't count how many injuries I had from 2013, actually 20, 2012 is maybe when it started, mm. but from 2012 to 2018, very tough. And I was like, man, be, for me, that was enough for me to say, I'm going to do this. But then when I saw that in the industry of BFR, there wasn't that, the edu- like the education was, was there, but it wasn't for people like me, mm-hmm. people like an athlete, people like someone brand new to just working out and, you know. Rich has been my coach on and off for what a decade now, and uh, I was like, you know what? If we brought this into Jumpstart, this might change a game. So that that was kind of my secret reasoning. Awesome. But um, I don't I don't know. Did you now that you're in it? Do you feel like I really think like you're like Jumpstart's coach? That was kind of cool. Like, yeah, yeah. I, we're gonna cut the coin that. Yeah. Um, but for me, getting involved with Jumpstart, once you called me, kind of like, all right. I always use it for like you know, kind of that that track hack, that yeah. biohack that oh, my athlete needs a little bit of a tune up or yeah. they need to recover and bounce back from an injury because they tweak their hamstring or their and, ankle. And by the way, we were doing BFR before we almost like, I think before we knew it was BFR, mm-hmm. but we just knew like the app, like what it could do. Yeah. Right. And now we're like fast forward. We're like, Oh, this yeah. is what we've been doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sick. And that, you know, it's funny and I don't want to get too philosoph- or philosophical, but uh, just thinking back, it's like, Oh man, if I knew then what I know now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what's funny is because you wouldn't even know what to do with that information. That's what I think to myself. It's like, even yeah. if I did know that, I probably did, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't have all the experiences and everything else to really allow me to appreciate the information and the yeah. knowledge at that time. Like I legit remember we would take like a, um, 
It was like it was it was like those stretcher bands. Yeah. And like I don't know what I did. I think I pulled my hamstring or something. And you're like, hey, tie this, put it here, and not do your work. I was like, what the, like, but that was like a a type of application mm-hmm. of BFR, right? And now, like, dude, if we were doing this, like. 10 years ago yeah i don't know man yeah it's a, it'd it's be a, a different game ball game and yeah that's what I, I love about you know jumpstart is how in, all-encompassing it is it's yeah. going to be amazing to watch how many different people are going to be able to utilize this and you know take advantage of the amazing technology and science behind it so talking about technology science what about what about the programming so you are in charge of programming protocols training since you've done your research, why do you think it's important to why do you think it's important to follow some like a plan for BFR? Yeah, I because I, I, it guides. I think it's the, the guiding force behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the simple fact that I realize, you know, as a coach and as a coach's coach, that you can have knowledge, but the application is like mm-hmm. that like little missing puzzle piece right, that right, really right. paints the whole picture. Right. And you know, with our membership site, that's why it's, I think it's so critical for us to have that membership site because yeah. that's that puzzle piece yeah. that could really make everything click. For some people, it's like a small piece, right? Mm-hmm. So like, even for me, like, it's not like I'm trying to figure out big concepts. We kind of already know what we have to do. We're just, we need that little piece. So mm-hmm. I think for us, like that membership, you know, the whole hundreds of videos that are going to be coming out that are, that are in the process of being made, like it's going to be that one puzzle piece you need to take yourself to the next mm-hmm. level. I'm really excited about that. Uh, tell me this. What do you think the future holds, not just for BFR, but for athletes or individuals that are using BFR? Yeah, I, I think the athlete is just the longevity. Uh, longevity and putting them in a position to where they could use it, whether it's they're feeling healthy and great. Yeah. Whether they're traveling. Yeah. And if you if they're in a position where they happen to have a little, you know, achy, you know, hamstring or yeah. ankle, doesn't matter where you can use it all through your year, all through your training cycle. So it's pretty cool that it's yeah. it's not just like a one trick pony. And I want to flip it on you again, like talking a little bit about hindsight. Yeah. Right. So let's say you knew about BFR when you were training, mm-hmm. by the way. Chris used to be an no. Chris is still an athlete. He has major dad strength. I know that for a fact because the times that even I'm still training, and when I try to challenge him in doing things, I think we did like a football toss. Oh yeah, and yeah, I yeah. like yeah. I I don't talk smack. I just like to like I talk smack a lot yeah. and I lose. But what what would be maybe? Do you think things would be different if you were using BFR back in the day? Oh, Oh, one thousand percent. And kind of tell us like what happened. Like what was your journey? Well, I mean, for me, and I thought I, I, I cut you more time. Go on Google. Go on Google. Type oh, in Christopher Richardson. Why would you? <laughs> Pick like track and field. You'll see the guy was a beast. The guy was a beast. Uh, go, go ahead. Cut. But anyways, um, I had my braids and everything. Uh, but for me, all my injuries came because I thought I wasn't the most. I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't the quickest. I didn't yeah. have the best jumping ability. And I was like, you know what? But I'm crazier than everybody. <laughs> And I'm just going to out train everybody. You should like, have seen his face. I'm going to do like kamikaze workouts and I'm just going to load up my max on the bench. No one else is in the gym and I'm just going to try to lift it. And hope I don't die. I did that stuff. Oh my like gosh. I just trained harder and harder because it would yeah. obviously if benching, you know, 300 pounds is good. Benching 350 pounds is better. Right. Absolutely. And so more was better. So I just beat my body to a pulp. Like I just. Yeah. I, I, I remember one night getting out of a night class and 
going to the shot put ring at Long Beach State and I threw for three hours. Yeah. Like why one, I already trained, lifted weights all that day. Yeah. And after dinner or after night class, I go and throw shop. Like I just beat my body down. Yeah. And so all, all my injuries are just what conditioning based injuries. And by the way, you saying you beating your body down, Chris has kids and I feel like your kids are tanks. Like Callie, right? Yeah. I feel like oh, she's yeah, just she like an animal. So yeah. like <laughs> now if you think of that animal, but at like 25, 26 yeah. and for you to say like, man, I was beating my body down. That's big. That mm. means like you, you actually like you have a, I, th- I would say like a higher tolerance than the average individual, right? So what, like when that started happening, do you feel like if you knew what you knew now and you had BFR back then? Would you- I had some amazing help like when, on my, when I was, I mean, I made sure I tried to involve as, I was smart enough to know that I didn't know everything. Yeah. So I tried to reach out and communicate and work with as many great minds. Luckily I had an amazing coach, but I was just off the rails, I guess. Yeah. But you know, this, this wasn't readily used. And if it was like, I could have my act, I could have appreciated my active recovery days. Yeah. I could have, you know, trained through my rehab. Like, um, I don't share this a lot, but I went through the Olympic trials, NCAA championships back yeah. in 2008 with a torn meniscus. Yep. I found out in January and I decided not to get surgery because I didn't want to miss those meets. Yeah. So I trained and competed all year didn't miss a meet wow. with a torn meniscus and just dealt with it and just tried to do what I could. Yeah. But now knowing that I could have done like people are doing like PRP and trying to replace, um, you know, platelets and things like yeah. that and trying to, you know, like stem cell things. This is like a biohack of that. Yeah. And I could have really just, I think, expanded my career and really, I don't even think I came close to my potential, yeah. but I could have, like I could have really yeah. taken it to, but I'm not, I'm not resentful at all. Yeah. I'm you not, never know. I'm yep. not resentful. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to being able to use yeah. it for my future athletes and, yeah. and so on. Like now I think with the – by the way, 2008, I remember sitting in front of – we don't have any TVs in our house anymore. But I remember sitting – my mom was there for sure. And I said, hey, my coach is uh, – he, he's uh, doing the Olympic trials. And the only event it showed was the 1500. <laughs> and it, no, no, if you remember, I think you were limping through the 1500. It was rough. It, it was rough, rough. Yeah. And I think I talked to you after I, I spoke to Coach Josh. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I, I think it's, I don't know. I don't think I knew how bad your injury was at that time mm. or that you even had one. But you you finished it. Yeah. Right? So no that, no cortisone. Cool. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about it. I could have yeah. got cortisone Let's not talk about cortisone. Yeah, but I, my knee was the size of a, you know, yeah. a, a circus grapefruit. But think about that. Through those experience, right? Like, it, like so grateful. Like if you didn't have that, like th- all that came into what Jumpstart is now. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like all the stuff that we went through, you never know this. You still might get injured, but there's a better way now. Mm-hmm. And I think like all that experience, what you've gone through, injuries, um, you know, ups and downs in your own training. You've been an athlete yourself. You coach. You see both sides of it. And now we get, we're giving it to the athletes. We're giving it to uh, the people that are just starting their – think about – you're a brand new person in um, working out, right? You're like, man, who's going to help me? We got, we got, you, you're, you're starting out with an all-star, right? Like if you start a jumpstart program, mm. you're not starting from like, the, we, it's not like, dude, we have decades of experience, yeah. right? So I'm really excited about that. I wanted everyone to kind of know why we, why you, ha- why you're on board and you know, why, where am I going with this? Why you're on board and what, it would mean for them if they got on board and what it'd be like 
to be your athlete, mm. your jumpstart athlete, right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, good, yeah, that's a good little spin on it. And I and I and I'm super excited just the simple fact that you know watching you grow as a young man, and yeah. I remember when you know you're a knucklehead running yeah, around. And just keeps on low, it, when low it comes key. to like flourishing into you know understanding <laughs> yeah. like the business because I don't know nothing about the business side <laughs> and things like that. So like, and that, I think that's like the perfect marriage. He, he's playing of, himself down. He's and playing so himself down. for all of us to come in for this, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I don't think people are gonna be let down like yeah. that's that's not my nature yeah um i you know my goal is to win at everything i do and yeah. be the absolute best and so you know jump starts no different yeah and, and you know this podcast isn't for educating I mean, i'm sorry it's not for selling but it's for like we want to educate entertain and one of the reasons we're so like how do i say it um convinced about bfr is we, we we've already gone through it ourselves and if we could help you now instead of later like just do it now yeah like if you need more or if you're still on the fence go back to another podcast and see what it could do i think omer on the other podcast said like it's not just about like it's like better health choices right mm-hmm. like this is more than just bfr this is like becoming a better person as well so we would love if you guys got on that journey with us and um i don't really have too much other to yeah, say. We're here. yeah so guys we'll Thanks. see you on the next episode Thanks thank so you so much I, we hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about Chris. Maybe we do another origin story with maybe Omer, maybe with myself. I don't know. My mom can't listen to mine, though, because I'm, again, I'm getting a lot of trouble. She's not going to listen. Should I listen? <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See All ya. Right.